somebody let's magnify the name of the Lord tonight hallelujah Jesus we've come to praise you Lord we've come to lift you up tonight Jesus we've come to give you the glory and the honor dear God there is none other like you oh God for you are great and greatly to be praised hallelujah Jesus hallelujah Jesus awesome and wonderful God have your way in this place oh Lord in the mighty name of Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus. So I feel the presence of the Lord in this place tonight. Hallelujah, dear God. You are wonderful, oh Lord. In Jesus' name. If you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me tonight to the book of Romans, chapter 12. Book of Romans chapter 12 and beginning at verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good, an acceptable and perfect will of God. By the help of the Holy Ghost, tonight I would like to preach on being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can be seated in the house of the Lord. Paul is talking to the church here, and he tells them to be not conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It's important tonight that we understand that the devil, his number one priority tonight is to cause us to be conformed, to conform to the ways of this world and to the ways of this, this age of this world. He wants to change you. He wants to change uh, the Holy Ghost lifestyle that you have, and he wants to change it into something that is an abomination before God. He doesn't want you uh, to live a victorious and overcoming life, but he wants you to conform. And you look around the world and so many different things that are taking place in this world and so many different social networks and media networks that they have going on 
And I can see the devil trying to get God's people wrapped up in all of that garbage and get their mind off of what it's supposed to be. And in doing that, he is causing you to conform. He's causing you to be changed. He's causing you to be wrapped up and caught up with the, the cares of this life and the things that are going on in this world. You just, you just name it. Uh, there are people that will spend hours on the Internet. They will spend hours on YouTube. They will spend hours on Facebook. They will spend hours on MySpace. But when it comes down to reading the Word of God, you, they can't even get past one, one verse before they're yawning and they're ready to fall asleep. What is going on? What is happening? You're being conformed. You're being changed. The devil is beginning to shape and mold you into the ways of this world. Tonight, I'm not interested in, interest, interested in being conformed. But I want to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. Okay? Um, the devil... It's been a trick of his from, for many years as he's tried to get God's people to change um, from what they knew was right and what they knew was true. You look in the book of Daniel, and they're there in Babylon, and King Nebuchadnezzar, his master plan was to try to cause the people to begin to, be, to change from what they, what they knew. And uh, Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not be defiled by the king's meat. In other words, he said that I'm, in other words, and I'll paraphrase it, he's, I'm not going to uh, allow you to change what I know or to change how I think. And that was the whole key. King Nebuchadnezzar wanted to change them and get them to begin to think the way that the Babylonians think. I want to tell somebody, don't allow the devil to cause you to be changed and to begin to think the way this world thinks, but you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Come on, this service is for you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Come on, it's time to praise God. It's time to get a retouch of the Holy Ghost. It's time to be refilled. It's time to be regenerated. It's time to be transformed into the image of God. You can be seated tonight. The devil wants you to conform. He wants you to do what everybody else is doing. Uh, he wants you to, to run to that same excess of riotousness that this world runs to. He wants you to run to and fro to the clubs. He wants you to run to and fro to, to the ballrooms. He wants you to run to and fro to the, to the ball games. But I don't want to be conformed with that. I don't want to be changed. Uh, tonight because I know one thing I have a good thing here tonight come on you may not always feel your best but I want you to know the key is not leaving the church and doing what everybody else in this world is doing that's not the key the key is finding a prayer room and let God renew your mind so that you can see this thing a whole lot clearer than what you are you can be seated tonight The word came to, to the people in Babylon during the Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego's days. 
And it said that they said the king made a decree and said, whenever you hear the music play, you're going to bow down to the golden statue. And you're going to bow down to this. And everybody, when that music began to play, everybody began to bow down. But there were three young boys that refused to bow down because they realized the only person that we're bowing down is to the, the king of kings and the lord of lords, the maker of heaven and of earth. And the king brought them and he said, you know, either you're going to bow down or we're going to throw you into the fiery furnace. And they didn't think twice to answer him and say, and they, in other words, they told him, we're not going to bow. Somebody needs to let the devil know that you're not giving in, that you're not bowing down. I don't care what this world tells you. Oh, come on, young person, don't bow down to the things of this world. Don't give in to the image of this world, but you allow God to transform you, to renew you into the... Come on, I don't care what the world is playing. I don't care what they're doing. I don't care what they're saying. I don't want to be a part of that. I want to be a child of God. You can be seated tonight. So many people that once held this precious truth are throwing in the towel. They're giving in. They're allowing the world to infiltrate the church and are beginning to let down on some things and are beginning to be shaped and fashioned into the image of this world. I don't want to let down anything that God has placed in my life. God has placed precious things in our life tonight, precious and wonderful things, and I want to keep my guard up tonight. Come on, I want to keep those walls up because I know that if I let those walls down, that things are going to come in that don't need to be there in my life. Come on, I, I, I'm not letting one inch of the world come into my life and into my family because I know what this world will do to you. I know what the, 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 the music of this world will do to you. I know what the influence of this world will do to you. I do not want to be influenced by that, but I want to be influenced by that good spirit, by that right spirit. I want God to influence the way that I talk, the way that I act, the way that I dress, the places that I go. I want to be influenced by the things of God. I refuse to conform to the ways of this world. You can be seated tonight. I don't want to conform. I don't want to give in. I don't want to let down. You know, if we're not careful, we can get the mind frame of thinking that we got it all figured out. Everything's okay. Um, it's really not a big deal. You know, it's not a big deal if I hang around this person. I mean, it's my family. Um, it's not a big deal if I go to this place. It's, it's really nothing. And you, you have to be careful to, when, when a person begins to think like that, that a red flag should go off, and you should realize that something inside of you are, is beginning to change, that you are changing. And you might not know it, but 
We need to allow God to still convict the word of God to still have that Holy Ghost conviction. Because I don't want to ever think that it's not a big deal. I don't ever want to think that, oh, well, they're overreacting. It, it doesn't really need to be that. That's a little bit extreme. Let me tell you something. When it comes down to sin, there is no such thing as extreme. When it comes down to keeping sin out of your life, there's no such thing as too extreme. You'll read in the book of Judges, the Bible tells us that there were certain tribes and that they did not utterly destroy the other tribes that was around them. And the Bible says that when they were strong, that they made leagues with those other tribes. In other words, they joined hand in hand with those tribes. And what happened? Those tribes were small at the time, but you better rest assured that those tribes didn't stay small. But they grew, and they grew, and as they grew, they turned around, and they enslaved them. A people that God had delivered was now being enslaved once again. Why? Because they thought they had it under control. They thought it wasn't a big deal. God, help me to not think that way. God, help me not to fall into that trap. Come on, you better believe it's a big deal. Your soul is a big, that's a big deal. Your children's soul, that's a big deal. Come on, I'm not letting down. I'm not backing up. I'm not letting a little bit get in, but I'm utterly destroying it. Oh, I cannot be fashioned. I cannot conform to the things of this world. You can be seated tonight. the people that God had delivered, that God had meant for them to be in a, a good, prosperous place. And now they find themselves back in bondage because they thought it wasn't a big deal. They thought they had it all under control. I want to realize one thing tonight, that I need God every step that I make, every step. And every decision, before I make that decision, I want to counsel. I want God to give me godly counsel so that I can make the right decisions. There are people that think that they can just do whatever they want to, whenever they want to do it. If they want it, well, I'm going to go get it. Well, you better be careful because what you're going to get, if it's not of God, it's going to turn around and it's going to change the way you think. It's going to change the way you act. It's going to change and cause you to let go of precious things. My God, I don't want to invite anything in my life that is going to cause me to lose my Holy Ghost experience. Come on. I don't want to invite anything that's going to cause me to lose victory. Come on. I need to be victorious. I need to overcome. My family depends on it. My marriage depends on it. You can be seated tonight. So I'm not conforming. I'm not on the job when they are telling the dirty jokes. I'm not there with them laughing and, you know, shooting the breeze with them. I'm going to give them the gospel, and that's going to be it. Okay? Now, we, we can do our job. And whatever job that is that we have to do together, but that's as far as it's going. 
I'm not conform. I'm not going to allow you to change how I think. I'm not going to allow you to change what I know to be true in my life. I'm not doing it. I'm not going for it. There are people that get around family members and they're lost family members. And instead of them influencing the family members, they are influenced by what the lost family members are doing. I don't want that to take place in my life. I, 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 can't be, I can't be changed. I can't conform because the writer, because Paul said he told them to be transformed by the renewing of their mind. Why? That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If I'm being changed, how can I show them what is right and what is true? If they are affecting me, how can I give them the gospel? How can I tell them about Jesus' name, baptism? How can I tell them about the infilling of the Holy Ghost? How can I tell them that God can pull you up? God can deliver you. God can set you free. Come on. The reason that I'm not conforming and the reason that I'm being renewed, being transformed by the renewing of my mind is that I can tell people about Jesus Christ so that I can tell them what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. You can be seated tonight. But if I'm caught up in the things of this world, if I'm being changed by the things of this world. How can I tell someone the truth? How can I give them the word of God? It's important tonight that we, listen, it doesn't matter how long we've been in the church. We have to be renewed. We have to be refilled. Okay? There's not, there's no such thing as a, uh, as a ticket to heaven. Come on, I got to contend for this thing. We have to contend for this thing day after day. Come on, we don't have, uh, 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 we don't have a, a pass. Uh, we got to fight for this thing day after day. And we have to fight for this thing. We have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We need to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I can't allow one service to go by and not be filled with God's presence. I can't cause uh, the Spirit to come upon me and think, oh, well, I'll get it Wednesday night. Oh, I'll get it next week. No, the Bible tells us that now is the acceptable time. That means right now. Come on, if you're gonna get the Holy Ghost, now is your time to get it. If you're going to be refilled, now is your time to be refilled. If you're going to be baptized in Jesus' name, this is the service that you want to do it. Now is the acceptable time. You can be seated tonight. I know what the devil is trying to do. I can feel it each and every day as there are things that are tugging and that are battling for your attention, battling for your emotions and your affections. I can feel it in my own life as there is a tug of war that is going on and I have to find a prayer room and I have to get that under control because I know what it is. I know it's the devil trying to cause me to conform 
into the ways of this world. Listen, I could care less about who's doing what on Facebook. I could care less about who's doing what in this world. I could care less about what Hollywood is doing. Come on, I want to get my eyes in the book tonight. Come on, and I'm not talking about Facebook. I'm talking about the Word of God. Come on, I want to see what Moses did. I want to see what David did. You can be seated tonight. There are a lot of people that can tell you the latest Hollywood stories, but they can't tell you. They can't tell you nothing about this book. They can tell you about what the, the latest sitcom, they can tell you about uh, who, who won what and who's leading what in the, uh, the finals and all of these other things, but they can't tell you anything about the Word of God. I mean, they couldn't even, they probably wouldn't even be able to tell you what Genesis 1 and 1 says. And I'm not trying to make fun, but I'm just saying, the devil has blinded the eyes of the people of this world. And he has caused them to be influenced by the things of this world. And don't you think that the devil doesn't want you? Don't you think that the devil doesn't want you to spend all of your time on the internet and no time to read God's word? or no time to pray, or no time for outreach, or no time for the things that will build the kingdom of God. He wants you to do that. He wants the church to begin to be shaped and conformed and conformed to the things of this life. Listen, young person, I want you to hear this because I believe this with all of my heart. I believe it. The devil knows, and he doesn't care if you come to church and sit on the church pew. Okay? He doesn't care about that. He'll allow you to do that. He's fine with that. But what he wants, and he knows some of you, you may be determined in your heart that you're going to live for God, and you're not going to yield to the things of sin of this world. The obvious sins. But if the devil can get you wrapped up and caught up in media and in the Internet, spending all your time there, then he's won. He's won because he doesn't want you to know what this Bible says. He doesn't want you to actually get a hold of it and then begin to tell somebody else about it. Not just the young people, but adults. He wants us to get caught up with the cares of this life. And I got to be careful about being caught up with the cares of this life because I, I know we have to work a job. I know we have to take care of our families and all of these things. I know that. And God, thank God that he provides. But if we are so driven by that, what's going to happen is you read the parable about the sower, and it'll talk about the thorny ground and how that the seed fell on the thorny ground. And it talks about because of the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of riches, that that word was choked out. It choked it out. The devil would love nothing more for us to get caught up in making money, get caught up in building homes, and, there, and, and all of these things have their proper place. But he would love for you to be driven by that. That's what drives you. 
And that's what you put all your time and your energy in. And in doing that, he is causing you to be conformed. He's shaping you. He's fashioning you into how everybody else goes about this life. There are people that they are so consumed with making that first million that they have no time for God. There are people that they are so consumed by the sports life that they have no time for God. There are people that are so consumed about uh, having a good time and partying and all of these other things, and they have no time for God. And the devil wants the church to fall into that same trap. He wants us to conform to, to those same things. But I didn't come to be conformed tonight. I, didn't, I, I, I know what the devil wants, and I'm not falling to his tricks. I'm not falling to his schemes. But tonight... I've, I've made it in, uh, I I've purposed in my heart that I'm going to come in here and I'm going to get my hands in there and I'm going to allow God to baptize me with the Holy Ghost because I need him to renew me. Come on. I need, my, I need to be transformed into the image of God that I think the way that he thinks. I begin to talk the way that he talks. The thing that he, that, that, saddens him. I want it to sadden me. I want to feel what he feels. You can be seated tonight. You read it throughout the Bible. and You'll see that the devil he wanted to change. He, cha he calls he calls them to, to conform to the ways of the people that was around them. And you'll find out, you'll read in the book of Judges, that they started doing what the other nations was doing that was around them. They started worshiping their gods. They started bowing down to their gods as they allowed those things that they thought wasn't a big deal to fashion them and to shape and mold them. And don't get me wrong, this is not a, this is not a sermon against the Internet or none of that. That's not what this is. But we got to understand, and I know we have to use it for, for certain things and all of that, but we have to be careful because the devil wants us to fall. The devil wants us, and he doesn't care how he gets us. He doesn't care how he trips you up. Whatever he can use, he'll use it, okay? Some of the smallest things, he'll use it. If he can get you addicted, to some of the smallest things, caffeine, he'll do it. He'll do it. He doesn't care how, as long as you're dependent on something else other than the Holy Ghost. Come on. I didn't come to depend on anything else other than the power of God. I don't want to depend, put my trust in the things of this world. I don't want to put my, lay my head in the lap of this world the way Samson did. Samson was supposed to be different. He was supposed to be special. When the Spirit of God moved upon him, he did mightily things. It wasn't because of him. It was because of the Spirit. But you'll find out as Samson began to tour around and play around with things that he didn't think was a big deal. It wasn't, it was okay to play around. It was okay to play around with Delilah here and there. But he found out that the very thing that he thought wasn't a big deal bowed him up. 
And not only that, plucked out his eyes, and now he's grinding at the mill. Now the world, the, the devil has him on the display as an individual that was once mightily used by God is now, the Bible said, just like every other man. Come on, I don't want to be just like everybody else. I don't, I don't want to be just like everybody else. Why? Because God told me that I'm his peculiar people. Come on, that's not a light thing. That's a special thing. And I refuse to allow the devil to cause me to lose my Holy Ghost vision, my Holy Ghost outlook, and bind me. And now I'm made, I'm, I'm grinding at the mill, I'm made sport of. We're in a war tonight, church. We are in a war tonight. And we have to know our enemy, and we have to know every attack, attack of the enemy. We have to know his tactics. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to put my family in any harm's danger tonight. But I'm, 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 I'm inventorying everything, taking inventory of everything that comes into my home. And I'm lining up with the word of God. And if it don't line up with this, then it's being destroyed. I'm getting rid of it. Because I refuse to allow my life to end tragically the way that Saul's life did because he didn't follow God's word. He didn't think it was a big deal. God told him to destroy the Amalekites. He didn't think it was a big deal. Spare nothing. Destroy everything. He spared the cattle. Not only did he spare the cattle, he spared the king of the Amalekites. And he didn't think it was a big deal. You'll find out that his life ended tragic. As he's in the battle with the Philistines and he's wounded and he falls upon his sword. And if you read the end of 1 Samuel, the book of 1 Samuel, you think that it just ended there. You'll miss out on very important information. Because as you open up and you begin to read 2 Samuel and it reaccounts the battle with the Philistines and he fell upon his sword, but he didn't die. And the young man that walked past him, he asked him, who are you? Where are you from? What, what are you a part? What, 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 what background are you? And that, man, that young boy said, I'm a, an Amalekite. And he finished the job. I'm telling you, the things that we think that are not a big deal, if it goes unchecked and we allow the world to conform, cause us to conform and fashion us, it's going to turn around and it's going to enslave us. Not only that, it's going to enslave our children. You read the book of Esther and you find out that Haman rises up and he's now threatening God's people. He's threatening God's people. And you'll find out that he was the descendant of Agag, the same king that Saul refused to kill. I'm telling you, this is not a game. The word of God is true. And I refuse to conform to the ways of this world. I refuse to allow the devil to cause, to, to rock me asleep. 
and cause me to spiritually go asleep and cause me to become loose with the things of God. Some people may think it's extreme, but there is no such thing as extreme when it comes down to protecting my family, when it comes down to making sure that my family makes it to heaven. There's no such thing as extreme. I will not be conformed by the things of this world. Church, don't be conformed. Don't fall into the traps of this world, but you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Every service, you come in here and you ask God, transform me once again, Jesus, into your image. Help me, Lord, to see things the way that you see it. Help me, oh God, to think the way that you think. Let us remain standing here tonight. Let us lift up our hands and begin to call upon the name of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost here. Come on, somebody, cry out to the Lord. Come on, I'm not, I'm not going to allow the devil to change me. I'm not going to allow him to change my children. Come on, somebody, it's time to take inventory of the things that you are allowing in your life. And I pray to God that you have enough Holy Ghost inside of you that it's not of God. You get rid of it. You destroy it. Oh, come on, somebody, call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody, you need to know that the devil, he doesn't give up. Come on, he doesn't let go. He doesn't let up. Come on, and the church shouldn't let up. We shouldn't let down on things. Oh, I need God to transform me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, there's a world that needs to hear about Jesus. There's a world that needs to hear about being born of the water and born of the spirit. And if I let the devil transform me, cause me to conform, who's going to tell them? Come on, if I allow the devil to cause me to do everything that the world is doing, who's going to tell them? about a one true living God that can deliver them, that can set them free, that can break every stronghold in their lives. In Jesus' name, come on somebody. Cry out. Come on somebody. Let him renew you. Let him refill you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody, purpose in your heart. I'm not letting another service go by without being refilled with the Holy Ghost, without being renewed, without letting God recharge me, regenerate me, without letting him transform me into his image. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, the Holy Ghost is here. These altars are open. Come on, I invite somebody to come down with your hands lifted up, with your hearts open. Come on, somebody, cry out to the Lord. 
All we need you, Jesus. 